With round-the-clock protection at a great price, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this unenthusiastic hype man. Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. Or not. It's your call. Here we go now. Here we go. Switch to Progressive today. It is electric in here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. He didn't answer. But I didn't hear anything. Oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I'm Detective Emily Rowland, and I'm on a mission. After a campground massacre that saw people gutted and hanging from trees, it was my goal to help a college kid clear his name. People believe the murders to be his doing, but I knew otherwise. All across the country, there have been similar murders, and after hearing witness accounts, I knew this wasn't one person. This wasn't a person at all. Something evil lurked out there, consuming and possessing innocent people. Now, it's my job to figure out how to stop it. Detective Roland is one of the many characters of Paralyzed, a horror audio drama produced by Seven Lamb Productions. The story centers around sleep paralysis and the demons that are conjured within, creating a world where dreams become reality. If you're interested in listening, go to sevenlamb.com or search for Paralyzed wherever you listen to podcasts. I was actually going to let the music go for a really long time. Nope, and now people would be like, what's going on? Where's the Alter Ego Podcast? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is, well, as always, the Not returning, always. glorious, the champion of the realms, Mr. Mark is back. Give it up for Mark. I'm back from the dead, everybody. Yes. <laughs> All the things we said about him on the last episode were not true. Most notably, he's not dead. How dare you? Yeah, well, I had to get the people really, you know, invested. Mm. Get them invested in me as a dead person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I okay. wanted them sending flowers to the studio and things like that. Mm. Did it work? No. Oh. Nobody cared. Uh, seems a little too close to home for me. Yeah. A lot of people kept messaging me, just cancel the show now. Now no, Mark. Like, can I fill his spot? Or <laughs> is there? I hear there's an opening. We do have somebody who is coming in to sit with us today, Miss Megan Austin. What up? How are you doing? Table. Just super. Back by popular demand. Yeah, yeah. And before we get into today's episode, which is about the boys, the boys, which is the show that was on Amazon Prime, but more uh, notably before that, it was a graphic novel that is very graphic. Yes, graphic I was say. is um, the word to define. And the show kind of took after that as well. We got to shout out the sponsors before we go any further. And a returning sponsor, how I don't know. They back. Is Forged Supply Company. 
Alter Ego is sponsored by Ford Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men with scents like Tropical Teakwood, Citrus IPA, Cypress Pine, Pickled Pus Juice, Blood Spurt, <laughs> Transient Road Scum, and more. Visit their website at FordSupply.com to order online and use promo code ALTERIGO to get 10% off your order. Ford Soap. Real soap? No bullshit. No bullshit! I think there's a smudge on your copy where the scents come in. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was really about to uh, give you some kudos on the, the old commercial voice. It was doing real good go until you south. hit hobo road scum. <laughs> yeah. Hobo road scum. I just want people to get on the website and try to order blood spurt or ah. pickled pus juice. Hibiscus hobo. That's the next week. Mm. You got to put that on next week. Hibiscus week's. hobo. Every time Hibiscus I look at the list, I'm like, nice. let me add a few more that are not good. <laughs> now, wait a minute. They have more than tropical teak wood, citrus IPA, and cypress pine. What else do they have? Uh, we have peppermint amber. Uh-huh. They have that. Uh, what else? Hold on. Hold on. Sandalwood bourbon. Mark knows a guy. I want to smell like bourbon. Mm. Who doesn't? I want DCF called on me when I'm out in public with my kids <laughs> oh my and I God. smell that much like bourbon. I want them to be like, oh my God. Oh my just God. swinging around a container. You're like, ah, it's just soap. Yeah. Soap. It's, it's just like, soap, just a brown ladies. bag full of soap. <laughs> it's just soap, ladies. Calm down. And what's the other one? Oh, activated charcoal. Ooh. Ooh. As Which opposed to deactivated charcoal. <laughs> doesn't smell great, but it's wonderful on your skin. Uh, yeah, but I their, would use their that. Clever names are my favorite, like Castaway and Blacksmith. And, uh, Blacksmith and General. Spoiler alert: My wife has cruised their site oh, several I times. Had, oh, well, for good reason. Anyway, <laughs> what's the good reason? <laughs> you stink. Oh wow, oh, that is rude. <laughs> no, um, well, shot to the heart. Here's where we so cut, and then we come back and be like, "Well, it's just Mark and I today." <laughs> I've been booted. mysterious disappearance. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the boys. Yes, it's just the boys <laughs> and that girl. Uh, so uh, just to clarify today, how did I get into the boys? First of all, I saw when something did you get about into boys? this book. Yeah, tell us. It's been about 34 years, honestly. <laughs> uh, when Camp? I found out that my milkshake brought all the boys to the yard, mm. damn right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's better than yours. <laughs> um, no, I saw the comic for the boys uh, at Emerald City, and I was talking to it with my good friend Dave over at Emerald City Comics, and he was like, yeah, man, the boys is awesome. Have you not ever checked it out? They're doing a show on Amazon. And I said, oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> so before the show came out, I bought both mega volumes. Uh, spoiler alert, the books are very short mm. in terms of like ongoing stories go. Mm -hmm. Like if we had everything for... Saga. Saga. It's uh, about a foot and a half tall. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. This isn't that long. Um, it's a great story, though. It is filled with a lot of gore and debauchery and things of that nature, I would say. Mm -hmm. And I think the show has really followed that. Absolutely. Closely. So I'm looking here on the desk and I see two volumes. Yeah. Are these two full independent story arcs here? No. No? It's all one story. It's all one story? It it's all, you know, if I had to describe it to anybody... As far as the comic books go, they are the government-funded uh, police of superheroes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're the SWAT team when superheroes are too overpowered wow. and getting their egos going, or maybe they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. The boys go in and regulate. Okay, so they kind of allude to that a little bit. Not to get ahead of ourselves about the TV series, so right. we'll save on that, but that's, a, that's an interesting idea that I like. I do, too. And it obviously takes a lot of different directions uh, in the book 
And in the show, some people have ulterior motives on mm-hmm. both sides, whether you're with the boys or whether you're the superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns that have happened in season one. I really like season one. Are we oh, trying yeah. to avoid spoilers? I was going to say, should we just do a spoiler beast. alert? I was yeah. going to say, uh, and I was going to put it on the episode, spoilers included. Yeah, there's yeah. tons of spoilers. Because, I mean, we could we could tiptoe around it, but I say we just dive into it. I feel it. like it. we won't be doing it I think justice. a spoiler-free review of season one right before season two comes out is kind of, I don't know, stupid. Where have yeah. you been? Yeah. If so you haven't binged it yet, you need to binge it. Pause like, this podcast. Yeah, yeah right watch now. all eight episodes, <laughs> and then pick and then us come back, back up in like eight hours. Pause it. Watch all eight <laughs> hours and come back. Mm. Uh, so here's the actual description that was on the uh, the, wiki. the fandom for the boys. I'll just go ahead and read that quickly. The boys is set in a universe where superpowered individuals are recognized as heroes by the general public and owned by a powerful corporation, Vought International, which markets and monetizes them. Outside of their heroic personas, most are arrogant and corrupt. The series primarily focuses on two groups. The Seven, Vault International's premier superhero team, like your Justice League or your Avengers of this particular universe, and the titular Boys, vigilantes in the show, uh, looking to keep the corrupt heroes under control. The Boys are led by Billy Butcher, uh, who despises all superpowered people, and the Seven are led by the egotistical and unstable Homelander. Yeah, Homelander, <laughs> that son of a bitch. Ugh, you you know that dick. by the end of it. But let me tell you something. Here here's one big difference in the book than the show. In the very beginning of the boys, the show, uh, Starlight, mm-hmm. isn't that her name? Starlight. Yeah. Yes. She is sexually assaulted by the Deep, mm. and mm-hmm. in the comic books, she has a very similar situation where another hero is going to sexually assault her if she doesn't join the, the, the team, the seven, mm-hmm. and the Homelander shows up, and you think Homelander's coming there to regulate, and he pulls his pants down and is like, no, nope, me too. Two for one special? Two yep. for oh, one special. That scene was bad enough. Like, yeah. Whole, like, Terrible. Yeah, we don't need more people here. Yeah. yeah. I so think- in the book, that's the way it goes. They start off with Homelander being an absolute dick. Yeah. It doesn't take long in the show either, to be completely honest. Yeah, it's about, what is it, sure about you, three episodes? I, just, I don't even know. Is it I, that long? I think it starts to show his ego pretty early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't know. As far know. as his corruptness, you're right. I think it's probably late second, early third, maybe, right. that you kind of see that yeah. he really is not even just one of them. He like is the corrupt one. I right. don't remember which, because they kind of allude to it and hint to it a little bit as he's doing these interactions with his boss. But mm-hmm. um, that episode where they board the plane, and shit goes haywire, and that little girl's like, you're going to save us, right, Homelander? He's like, sure, sweetie, and then the plane just crashes, yep. and he just oh. watches it go. I'm like, what a disgusting human being. Yeah, he literally, yeah. I fucking hate him because of that episode specifically. But and, <laughs> and let me just clarify, it is not other superheroes that start this in the comic book. It is Homelander that starts it. Oh, And then okay. two others, Black Noir and A-Train, show up, and mm-hmm. she thinks it's going to be a fiasco, and they're like, "Oh, sick! We're breaking in the new recruit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's effed up, boy. And we find out later too. Who's the other girl? What's her name? I always uh, Maeve. Queen Maeve. Maeve. Queen Maeve. We find out later, and I don't know if it's portrayed in the book as well, but we find out later that she was pretty much inducted the same way. Yep. And yep. you know she's. Yeah. She kind of does a like, you'll up, get honey. used to it. <laughs> yeah, she does a you'll get used to it, or like just be an asshole. Like yeah. you know, be yourself and be an asshole because. 
it, it's going to happen. Well, th- well, that's the switch. It's at the beginning. It seems like okay, just get used to it. This is kind of how we do things around here. So you just yeah. got to kind of grit your teeth and whatever and get through it. But towards the end, she's like, just be yourself. Yes. She kind of grows a little bit of respect for. There's it. a lot of characters that go through some humbling story arcs in this show. Um, not just Queen Maeve, who deals with what she yeah. deals with on the plane with Homelander, but there's mm-hmm. the Deep, who's the one who mm-hmm. kind of initiates that and kind of comes full circle. Yeah, I I love the arcs of all these characters throughout because they all kind of have like peeps and dips. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't know, it just made it really compelling. It made me want to watch the next episode. I, I yeah. like when you can see some um, like realization to what they're doing and reactions to how they're treating other people and they kind of pivot. Yeah. And they try and make themselves a They're better like, person or a worse person. Yeah. And you kind of see that the, the gears turning in these superheroes as it's going on. But more often than not, it just tips to the bad side. I think that's interesting. But I think one thing that the boys does really well, and it's kind of sad and and <laughs> disheartening when you're reading it and you're seeing it and you're realizing it, is that it's much more grounded in reality than you'd like it to be. Mm. It's a little too close yeah. to home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these superheroes do some things that some real scumbag people that if they got powers, they would do they for sure. Power, yeah. So I got into this argument with my uh, barber today. We were talking about the boys because it was on my mind. And you I was argued with it. somebody that had scissors up to your head? Yes. I mean, Smart. my haircut's not Smart. very long, so it was in and <laughs> out. Sorry, Mark. But, uh, <laughs> but I consider this almost like a parody slash commentary on superheroes. Yeah. Would you agree with that or disagree with that? I don't know if I'd say it was a parody so much as it was a commentary on human behavior if superheroes were involved. Yes. Yeah. It's like, okay, these are what we think of these people, but what would it actually be? Yep. Kind of in the realm of like a Deadpool, but to the other end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Whereas I consider Deadpool a comedy parody of superheroes. He makes fun of the superhero landings. He breaks the fourth wall. He kind of chums up with people. Um, I see this as like a, a gritty, disgusting version of superheroes. And- uh, if superheroes were real, this would probably be pretty close to home. <laughs> like, I, I, that's what I was going to say is I think this would be pretty close to it. I could see somebody with powers like Homelander mm-hmm. getting so enveloped in the fact that they're so powerful and nothing's ever really going to stop them, quotation mm-hmm. marks, mm-hmm. that they would, de- like he says at one point, he's like, I'm the Homelander. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. I am the say all be all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of disgusting. And, and I mean, it really sets that tone early. In the Mm -hmm. show and in the comic, as you start off with Huey, no matter what iteration you're in, and he has somebody like he has troubles in both with acceptance and with relationships. And so is that how the comic starts off as well? Being able to open up. Yeah. Okay. And um, I don't know if it's a train specifically in the comics. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but a a speedster Mm -hmm. runs so fast trying to do something. I don't think it's the same motive in the comic. I Mm -hmm. could be wrong. But he physically is running so fast that he runs through her as a human being. And she basically explodes like a water balloon. Like instantly, yeah. When that happened, I'm like, that's the pace setter? I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's where we're we're starting. I kind of knew that something crazy was going to happen. I mean, I didn't really know anything about the boys, but, you know... You would, he Jack had explained it to me of kind of like what you know they were corrupt and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and so when we were watching the first episode and it was very hand holding and cups of coffee and you mm-hmm. know what I mean lots of love yeah. love love I was like something fucked is about to happen yeah. like I could just feel it I was like something is going wrong soon because mm-hmm. this is too good yeah <laughs> and it's uh, so like A Train is another character where it's like if if this was grounded in reality he's a speedster. But if he's not the most powerful speedster, he's not the fastest speedster, right. who is he? He's only second best. So he's willing to do anything 
mm-hmm. to become the fastest. And, and that's kind of the way they've they've shown superheroes in a commercial world, which I a thousand percent was like, this is the scary thing mm-hmm. is this does happen to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll take, for example, not condoning any actions or anything like that, but just using as an example, Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was Nike's golden boy. He had all that money invested. He was such a great guy. Then all the story breaks about what's going on with him, with the dog fighting and all mm-hmm. that. And all of a sudden, he's nowhere to be found. Yep. Mm-hmm. With good reason. Again, I, I get that. Yeah. But take a look at it. It's a superhero. And a superhero does something like that. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it starts in the very beginning of that episode where, you know, as soon as this happens, some random attorney shows up at his office and is like, listen, this is a train. You're never going to get anything out of him. He's the fastest man alive. He's a hero. He was just doing his job here. Let's give you this check. It was like 45 45 grand. grand. It is 45 grand. And and that's the thing. They they give him this $45,000 check as if to say, this is how much your girlfriend's life is worth to our company. Disgusting. 45 grand. Yeah. Her life. And no you can deal. see that in Huey's face when they offer him that 45 grand. He's kind of like, what? what? <laughs> you know, like this is the one thing that mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And it's taken away. And because you don't want your golden boy to have to atone for what he's done, you're going to pay me and tell me to be quiet? Which yeah. leads you to believe how many times does this happened before? Right. Like how often does this happen? How, yeah. How often are they covering up their probably mistakes? all the time? Oh, not easily. to mention, not to mention, it's. Uh, I I felt like they knew they could lowball him. This happens so often. Mm-hmm. They knew they could just throw a small number out there like that mm-hmm. and say, you know, not not that you could put value on a human life, but that's kind of what it shows about Vaughn. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've done this enough. And then Simon Pegg coming in as the worst dad ever. Yeah. Just take it. I mean, what else? It's, take the money, it's son. The money. What like, are you going to do? Yeah. And in that same episode, we start off with Starlight, mm-hmm. who has her... <laughs> she's She feels like in the beginning that she has been born for this. Her powers are have gotten her here. She's good enough to be a part of the seven. This is a dream come true. And you see her, and the actress does a great job. I have her name written down here somewhere. Um, it let me is. See, Starlight. It is Erin uh, Moriarty. Ooh, and great she, name. she goes from the top of her list to the freaking bottom in one episode. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of love that as fate would have it, those two meet Huey and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And just Starlight. by happenstance, mm-hmm. just kind of an accidental of, sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. And it kicks everything off because she's going through her own shit. So they're both kind of hurting yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of leads them to lean on each other a little bit more than you would with a stranger. And it opens his eyes because he did tell that attorney, you know, can I think about it? And it, he gives yeah. him like a day to think about it. And that's when he meets her, right? It's like right there in the beginning. Yeah. And so it, it's also it when he meets my personal favorite character, not because of what he does, just because I like the way he's represented Mm-hmm. And as he's as a vigilante in this one is Billy Butcher, Butcher. Carl who's Urban. He's still my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. Carl Urban 
Uh, I saw something about him on Facebook the other day that he's like the nerd prince. He's played, he's been in Doom, mm-hmm. he's been in a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. he's been in so many pop culture things that people just don't even realize. Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd, where he didn't take the helmet off. I was going to say, that is the re- that is the one thing that kind of tipped me on Carl Urban, where I really respected him as like a comic book fan, because in the original Dredd movie, Stallone- He never wears a helmet. Stallone had it written in, like, you gotta see my face. Like, you, that was all that he wanted. He wanted his face on the poster, he wanted everything. Carl Urban goes, well, to be uh, closer to to the the source material, I'm not taking the helmet off. Yeah, ever. The entire movie. Yeah. They're like, but you're Carl Urban, don't you want... Nope. No. Just like the comic. I'm not taking the helmet off. So I was just like... Good yeah, for you, Carl good for Urban. you, man. Yeah, you don't need your big face on a poster. Big fans of Carl Urban around here on the okay, show. Carl, side Carl, I know you're listening. Uh, we love you, buddy. Text me back, please. And he's, <laughs> he's like, I sent you a finger. If you don't want it, just say so. <laughs> Put the chalk mark hair. on the outside of your door. <laughs> I've been watching. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I had it queued up. I just did. Uh, so so Billy Butcher comes in and mm-hmm. is kind of like, let me uh, show you what's really going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can tell kind of right off the bat that Billy hates superhero people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't dislike them. Yeah. He hates them. Does not yeah, dislike, dislike them. them. Everything in his being is F these dudes. He is built to take them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks to Huey. And Huey kind of gives him the same as you know, as the the lawyers kind of like, nah, man, I'm really not interested in that. Yeah, thank you. And, and uh, butchers like, you know, listen, we could expose these people. This guy that did this to your girl, we could get them on blast right now and shut this shit down and shut it down. And Huey's like, yeah, I'm not really uh, into this. Mm-hmm. And so, butcher who has connections all over, how I hope they address. Mm-hmm. How he gets all his connections. Yeah, with the FBI, the right? CIA. <laughs> well, he's banging the FBI girl. That's right. But um, And in the book, he is too. But in there, he's he's more like he's a government asset and she is too. That's kind of why he has access to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it is in this one, but either way. Maybe that's a little peek into what we can see in season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he brings Huey to this club for superheroes mm-hmm. and finds... Uh, a-Train laughing about how he ran through his girlfriend. And a uh, piece of garbage. Exactly. And that's when Huey's like, you know what? I'm in. Yeah. I'll take the settlement check. I'll do whatever you want. And things kind of, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those scenarios where you see somebody walking with a full plate of food and they look like they're about to trip. <laughs> Are they going to drop the bowl and yeah. it's going to be a shit show at any moment? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's kind of how this show goes from there. I mean, because and the seven in the show are different than the seven in the book. Mm. There's the actual uh, translucent in- okay. is not a character that's in the comics. Gotcha. Um, Lamplighter, I think, who's the guy who Starlight is replacing. Mm-hmm. I think he's either dead or he's gone crazy in the book. Okay. I know he's gone crazy in the show. Did, yeah, I was going to say, it. that's what I think they did in the show as well. Did they ever show him? I don't I, remember. No, they did not. They did and not. I think he's going to make a, a play coming back. Gotcha. Don't know. Maybe. Have maybe read. he's not crazy. Yeah, maybe he's not. As we see, nothing that's going on with Vought is up to par Mm-mm. in this whole show. 
I just like how they take all these superheroes, they kind of throw them out there with their social media following. Mm-hmm. One, that, there's a mention of a Noxzema ad at some point. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Girl, they're all yeah, some merchandised. Yep. And how about the fact that when they're, they, they can't even fight crime the way they want to yeah. because Starlight stops that girl from getting raped, mm-hmm. does it on camera, and her handler is like, what are you doing? Yeah. What is wrong with you? There's no cameras. You could have set it up. We could have actually done something with this, you idiot. And she's like verbally berating her. She's like, well, I she's just like, did, I literally I was sa- a superhero. I, I saved, saved the girl. Life. Right. But nobody saw it. Yeah. We didn't put it on Instagram. Right. And that's like one of the things she says. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's just upset with this and you just kind of get disgusted with it. I didn't really get. Uh, I love that actress, by the way, the assistant. Yeah. I can't remember her name, but every time I see her in something, I'm like, ah, you're uh, so great. I don't yeah. either, but she's not in it for long. Uh-oh. She ends up getting fired, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. for talking that trash. So I just want to go over that, like I was going to say real quick, who the boys are and who the seven are. The seven in the show are Homelander, Black Noir, Queen Maeve, Translucent, The Deep, A-Train, and Starlight. The Deep being kind of like an Aquaman type character mm-hmm. homelander almost like superman i was gonna say it's just the justice league yeah. black but black noir ain't like batman no black noir is strong as hell he is cra- he doesn't ever say a word no nope. mm-hmm. and I, it's so funny i think homelander cracks a joke with him he's like you guys can't be like him he's always on time he doesn't say a damn word <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with you <laughs> but it's basically like a superman aquaman wonder woman yeah situation yeah. and a super girl yeah yeah and um and then you have and the, the boys others. and the flash and yeah the flash flash yeah A-train. so it basically yeah. is yep yeah and then you have the boys which is butchy 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 billy what's up billy butcher on the side <laughs> huey mother's milk which is his real name which really throws me off <laughs> yeah, they just kind of call him mm throughout the show Ooh, but in the book he's mother's milk too and in the book butcher knows his whole family oh really yeah like how they're like don't ever bring billy butcher around here in the book his daughter's walking out, and she's just got done sassing him. And Billy's like, hey, go your ass back in the house. Change. Apologize to your father. You don't know what he does for you. You need to go in there and show him some respect and like, then come back. He's like, wow. Uncle, Uncle Billy. Uncle Butcher, yeah. Yeah. And then there's my favorite in the show and not my favorite in the comic in Frenchie. I think Frenchie, Frenchie's yeah. hilarious <laughs> in the show. I really like him, <laughs> especially when he's freaking out when Homelander's looking for Translucent and they have that little interaction. I was feeling for Frenchie there, man. I was like, oh, <laughs> Frenchie, get out of this, buddy. And then there's the female, the female. who's another big plot point in this. Mm-hmm. She's and pretty incredible. I'm she's, not going to lie. She's really good in the comics. She's part of a story arc in the show in mm-hmm. which they find out they're experimenting on people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they're building super villains. Yeah. Is finding people in terrible places that are known to be jihadists or, you know, terrorists or something like that and, and giving them compound V which is one of the big focuses of this story, which is um, what it's they're... basically like a, a superhero steroid type of it's it's chemical. It's not only a superhero steroid, and I forget which episode they discuss it, but they're actually injecting that into fetuses before they're oh. born. I think it's like that the last scene? episode. Yeah, it's either I the wanna, last or, or second to se- last. Second to last, yeah, because then yeah. Starlight confronts her mom in the last episode yeah. because she finds out that that's what her mom was agreeing to when she was a kid. So I think the fetus episode happens like that's either right 
not it the it's nursery right towards episode. the end. Yeah, it's right. either like <clears throat> near the end of seven or the very beginning of eight. It's mm-hmm. or it's like way out there. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things I have underlined here was in, in, in episode five, talking about the female. You kind of find out a little bit about that. It says the butcher and mother's milk discover that Vaught is using compound V on infants in order to manufacture superpowers. And then Frenchie discovers Black Noir looking for him and the girl. And he kind of feels bad for her because he doesn't want her to fall into the wrong hand. So he kind of lets her out. Black Noir grabs him. And then she fights and looks like she gets brutally killed. Mm-hmm. And then right there, the last moment of the scene, she's Wolverining back to what oh, she was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this is so dope. Yeah, when she yeah. pops in great. at the end, when A-Train's in, A-Train is in the house with Simon Pegg, yeah. and she pops in and breaks his legs, Yep. I'm like, oh, yes. oh my God. Yes. Yeah. She's got that strength. Mm-hmm. And his femur just pops out the inside of his thigh. I was like, yep. oh, boy. The that visual looks effects. like it hurt. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. What they did with all the bones popping out and... Faces getting crushed. Speaking Uh-oh. of faces getting crushed. Yeah, let's Uh-oh. bring that little gem out, shall we? Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> As a pop As claw or Mesmer. Uh, what's her Mesmer. Name? Mesmer. He was the guy that could read people's thoughts by touching them. <laughs> Remember they find him at Comic-Con? Yeah, because he's got a TV show and they're like, is it bullshit? He's like, no, I can really do it. And so they're like, okay, you're going to come do that for us. And then. I thought you were talking about the other face crushing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I thought you were talking about. Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's talk about that one next. Yeah. Keep going. And then uh, Butcher tells him, if you backstab us, I'm going to kill you because he has superpowers and he hates him. Mm-hmm. And then they find out that he sold all their information about the female and all that stuff. He went straight to Homelander. Mm-hmm. And so then there's that wonderful scene where he's running from Butcher and then yep. Butcher brutally murders him. <laughs> it's a good brutally. One. Very satisfying. Yep. And I'm kind of like, this is the way we're going with this. Is Butcher a good guy? I don't know. Uh, we're not sure. <laughs> I don't think Butcher gives a shit about anybody in the no. show, Mm-mm. which I think is a really awesome story I arc. I think he's one of those that's like big picture good guy. Yeah, he's single-minded. He's like, how do I get from here up. to there? Yes. I think he's single-minded yep. for sure. Yep. Uh, I don't know if he gives a shit about being a good guy. Nope. No. Because he, he wants that person to pay. Yeah. Yep. And, and in this this story, that person is Homelander. Because he's saying that Homelander has raped and killed his wife. And that's why it's like, you know what? Fuck so he's out for personal revenge mm-hmm. and yeah. out for blood mm-hmm. for Homelander. For yeah, because his wife his has wife. been gone for eight years. Yeah, in the show. Eight or, yeah, eight, is it eight, ten, something like that? Uh-huh. Long time. And uh, <laughs> this show is going a different direction. Than the book? Yeah, because in the book... And they might go over this, so spoiler alert, you've been warned. For books and television. Yes, for books and television. You have been warned. If you don't want to hear this... Stop it. Yeah. Black Noir is a clone of Homelander. Oh. And he has raped and eaten Butch's wife. Good Lord. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen in the show, (laughs) especially because of the way the show goes. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that there's always a possibility for season two. And I Mm -hmm. think that it could pop out in season two that Noir is is the clone, the clone. That would be dope. That would be crazy. And that would be another reason why Homelander loves Black Noir. Yeah. Why they're Mm. bros. Because they're they're literally like bros. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or they're just nodding to the comics by making them. Right. 
bros. You mm. know what I mean? But I don't so, think they. You have to capitalize on that. You have to. Yeah, that would be a great gotcha moment at the end of an episode to see Black Noir rip off the helmet and be another Homelander. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he doesn't talk. You don't see his face. Like, you don't know shit about him. All yeah. you know is he's insanely strong, very fast, and he doesn't do anything wrong. He's always. Yeah. You know, there, there's nothing you can say about him. He's always on time to the meetings, and it's just like, then you find out, oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I just found out just now. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait for season two. It's going to be good. And and so then they, they say, and this is what I was kind of like, oh, shit, they're really taking this a whole different direction, is this super terrorist shows up. Oh, yeah. And um, they're just about to blow the whistle on Vought. And the FBI lady's like, we're not going to be able to fight superhero bad guys. So I'm real sorry, but your deal is done. Yeah, the because now, now, yep, their plan worked perfectly because now we have this problem that we can't personally fix. Yep, and that was that was that so was poetically beautiful yep. when the Homelander let that ship fall. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, oh, man, this guy's a dick. He's just letting people die for no reason. And then he basically, if you're a wrestling fan, he gets on the beach and cuts a promo. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, if we we're part of the government, yep. we we're in the system. We could have stopped this. We could have been is on here. You. Yep. This yeah, is on you he, guys he for not letting that, us do this. He says that early on, too, like during after that plane crashes and they did absolutely nothing to help. He basically caused it from happening and mm-hmm. all those people died and he does get on the stage. And, and that's when he's like, if we were a part of the military, this will never, ever happen again. We will make sure that it won't happen again. And then he took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see, um, uh, what is the lady's name that runs a bot? Oh, um, Stillwell. Stillwell. You Stillwell? see Stillwell negotiating with the mayor of Baltimore, I think it is? In the very first scene. Yes. And he's like, yeah, that will never, ever happen. She's like, you want a superhero? It's going to cost you some money. Yep. We'll get you whoever you want. It's going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, we'll get this guy. He's a low-level dude. You can have him. No problem. We don't really care what happens with him. And they're like, no, no, we want somebody big. And they're like, that's money. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, we can get you somebody big if you get into Congress and tell them that superheroes should be in the military. He's like, that's not happening. And then by the end of that that episode, which I believe is episode one, you're watching his son playing on the the airplane. He looks out the window. There's Homelander. Laser eyes. Yep. And he takes that whole damn plane down. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I believe it's the deep finds wreckage and goes to Stillwell and was like, what the fuck, man? Somebody with laser eyes did this? Do you know anybody with laser eyes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let me make a call. Mm-hmm. I think I might know a guy. Can we talk about how creepy Homelander is with Stillwell in this uh, particular oh, season? Oh, God. God. Oh, especially the whole- Baby boy. The last episode, it just She's gets lactating. so uncomfortable. Elizabeth Shue, what are you doing? <laughs> She's, he's just watching her through the wall. Right. She's like, I know you're out there. I was like, oh, that makes it worse. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Gross. And then, yeah. yeah, at some point, they actually get down on it. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, and he's yeah. like trying to get down on it, and she's like slowing him down. She's like, "No, be a good boy." And I'm like, ah! "Uh huh, uh huh." And she's got All an actual okay. baby, and Ooh. she's treating Homelander like he's the baby. Call it mommy. Gross. Uh, yeah. So then it kind of not to kink shame. So if you're into that, hey, happy. <laughs> Whatever. That's cool. Just you know, keep that to yourself. Just don't do it around me, and don't put it on TV. 
Because it makes other people. Yeah, don't put it on. TV. Yeah, don't put your weird kinks on national television, please. I'm just saying. Or like, Amazon. Do you Prime. mind? Or Amazon Prime specifically. Some guy in Amazon was like, "Finally, <laughs> thank out. God." That gives me freedom. Finally, finally, finally. Um, <laughs> and so uh, at the end of this season, I think we saw a lot of characters that I think are going to play big parts in season two. Mm. Are we going to get into season two stuff? I think we're going to talk about the end of season one and how that might affect season two. Because I got a couple of uh, character casting confirmations for season two that we can get into in a little bit. Yes. Uh, I think somebody who's going to make a big difference. Uh, well, there's three and we can comment on that if we want. That's Queen Maeve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's definitely. She deserved a bigger role in this. I but think I guess there's only gonna, enough time. I think she's going to come back as a as a good superhero for sure, and and is going to try to set things straight. And yeah. Uh, are you disagreeing? Because your face doesn't no. seem to agree. No, with No, I'm not disagreeing. I, I think she's she's going to have had enough at some point. Yep. I don't know how it's going to work out for her. It might not be great, but yeah. I think that she's going to at least play an integral part in the attempt yes. of saying, fuck all of this. I'm not going to say the of obvious of Starlight because she made her play at the end of that that season. Yep, mm-hmm. She did. helped Huey and the boys get away, uh, which I wasn't surprised to see that at all. Um, I think we're going to see a major turn for um, The Deep. Who yeah, he at ends the beginning kind of, of the series way. he hits rock bottom towards he does. the end. Beginning of the series got a little rapey, and then he moved out to I think it's Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah, I was just say it's somewhere in, in Ohio, in the middle of nowhere. And he gets his uh, just desserts, if you ask me. Oh, I like that they finally put Ohio on blast. <laughs> Ohio deserves it. And this woman is like uh, taking advantage of him. He brings her back as a fan to his house, and she's like, "Let me see your gills." And it, it's like, yeah, disgusting. Sure. Can it we is, talk about that for just a quick, quick second? This is, all of this is the worst. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable. Like yeah. when he's without a shirt and he's like shaving his chest and it's like, it's not even just like slits. It's like teeth or some shit. Yeah, they're like breathing. It's like fish bones. It's, fish bones, yeah. Who did, I need to see who did the visual effects on this because it's, it's everything very, looks so it's, bothering. It's like it's very, so good. It's very well done, but it's like, it's, it's like. Too well done. Rated R, creepy, scary movie. Yeah ask type shit it's and just a little ugh. i think uh let's in the last one that uh, we'll talk about that scene you wanted to talk about yes please uh a train i think mm. i can see that a train starts out very bad and i think he's, he's struggling he's had with a addiction couple of humblings he turns on pop claw when they go out after his race and he dopes up and he wins a race and they go are you single and he was telling her i'm gonna tell everybody we're together and then he's like no nah, we're not together i'm single and then she's like you son of a bitch. Yeah, then she slaps on her own She little, gets uh, all drugged up and up. sits on the face of her landlord oh until my Splatsky. God. That for, was For them disgusting. both. Splatsky for them both. Yeah. Yeah. She split, split, split. goes to full on uh, orgasm. Slamgasm. And, and then she just kind of goes, ah, all right. And then his head explodes because, she, yeah. She's too strong. Because she's too strong, and she is just aggressively powerful thighs. Aggressively, yeah. yeah. I hate when that happens. And, and it's like, and it happens at the same time. It makes it yeah. even like, is that Ugh. more erotic for her? I don't know. It's. Too- I don't think she meant to do it at all. No. But she also did it. And went. Ah, all right. Well, yeah. And then kind of moved on whoops. with her day. <laughs> yeah. And then you have. Well, I'm gonna go make some pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then a train figures out that the boys have gotten to her. Mm-hmm. And he kills her too, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, and then he blames everybody else. He's like, yo, you made me do it. You yeah, made me you do made that. me do this, yep. And the reason I think A-Train might have an actual change is because he's probably getting tired of the fact that he's getting threatened constantly with the fact that he might have to leave the seven because he's not the fastest. And somebody else is about to take his place. And not only that, he's getting ready to kill Starlight and Huey and has a heart attack, and they go and save him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got you, man. I, I think he is going to start off staunchly on the side of the seven still and slowly but surely make a change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I think I think those are the three people we're going to see. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Deep. He tries to save a lobster. <laughs> it's getting, He likes dirty talking with the lobster. Don't worry. I'll get you out of here. And then the guy cuts its head off and he's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of a sad moment. I'm not going to lie. I felt for the deep because I've had a moment like that before with a fish. The sad moment for me is when they take the deep. He's trying to steal the dolphin and it flies out of his fucking truck (laughs) or his van and then gets run over by a semi. And it's like a famous dolphin, too. He's like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) We're finally doing something good. And then the dolphin dies. (laughs) That's why you never do anything good. That's right. That's why you never try to help dolphins. And then let, we'll talk about the the big ending to season yes, one. Please. The big kaboom. I oh, loved man. it. it was, I saw it and I went, that is oh, fantastic. Like, that is so good. I did not expect it to go down that way. Not not entirely. I Especially, didn't see it I mean. I didn't expect for homelander to just straight up kill still that's what i was saying yeah. is like that I, I wasn't necessarily expecting that but the way he freaking puts her out i'm like what the yeah, fuck? burns to her freaking skull mm-hmm. he doesn't save the baby either i don't think Ooh. well we'll find out the baby's up there crying and mm. yeah i don't believe he makes it out but i do believe that's a super baby mm. yeah so maybe that baby's not dead yeah so either that's a super baby and the baby's not dead or yeah. Yeah. Here was or another question. That baby is is dead because this show is dark as fuck. Look, let's just put it out there. They're us, not above dead baby. Just knowing that that Certainly baby not. died yeah. is not on the outside of my mind with this show. Yeah. So <laughs> I would believe it. And the fact that this is what kind of surprised me because Homelander gets more and more power hungry and sadistic as mm-hmm. the show goes on. And then at the end, he saves Butcher. Why? I well. Why? Does he necessarily save him? Yeah, I may be misremembering it. He bring because he's about to blow up, and he says yeah. that we're all gonna die. I'm gonna blow this up. You're gonna die. I'm gonna die. She's gonna die. Who cares? And he obviously uh, yeah. gets him out and of he there. He gets him out of there. That's right. And they and fly, then into they the fly to the front yard of his ex-wife, who's the one there, who's supposedly dead, with baby Homelander, who's now eight or nine-ish, ten years old. Yeah. So why save the butcher? Did he do it just to rub it in I, his face? That's what I'm thinking. And I obviously, like, obviously it's a TV show. Obviously we can't kill the butcher. Obviously we know Homelander is an absolute fucking dickhead. Yeah. And he is the type of guy that's going to say, look at what I did. Look who this is. That belongs to me because I raped your fucking wife. And I, I know she's not you. dead. And I took her from you. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because they do show that eventually she was not raped. She was no, consensual. She was, yeah. consen- it was, she was consensual. She ended up pregnant. And then didn't they pay her off to go away from him or something because yeah. they wanted that no, baby to... No, they lied. To, well, yes, they lied to him. 
Homelander. Yeah. Telling the him, him that the baby uh, died, the baby passed drowned away. in his mother's blood and within 10 she, seconds. And, and he killed her and she died. And it's your fault. Yeah. Blaming. Yep. So you don't really know where it's going to go with season two. Yeah. I could see that being way more disarming than killing him. Saying Look, all those yeah. things you were fighting for, it's all bullshit. And yeah. I think it's that, all things you made up in your head and none of it exists. And with justification and good reason, Homelander believes that he can put butcher out easier easily yeah, yeah. so him saving him in the moment that he would have died wouldn't have given him the satisfaction, satisfaction. Mm -hmm. of showing him that so he's probably like i'm you know in his mind he's like i'll just fucking kill him later so i'm gonna drag him over here mm -hmm. before i kill him he's gonna die with this knowledge of knowing that this is my child and yep. you know yeah so, i wonder if season two starts on the lawn like right then right i there. hope it does Go that right i mean even, I don't want I don't, a three-year time jump. No, I don't want to a week later see Butcher sitting in a bar trying to figure out what to do next. I don't uh, want to see man. that. E yeah, no. I don't want to see. I want to see him waking up on the lawn and being like, what, what in the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah. Here's here's something that I also want to see that's kind of from the books here. Another little spoiler alert. Um, in the books, the boys have used Compound V. Ooh. They use it so they can even the odds mm -hmm. and fight pound for pound with the superheroes they're getting super billy the butcher uh, in season two maybe and and little baby <sighs> muscular huey <laughs> so here's the thing here's the thing huey with muscles the, huey with muscles. well that's that's how you find that out is they, they they hit everybody with that and in this the books the comics they're setting up this b-level superhero team Mm. They're rigging their house. They're trying to expose them for a lot of things. And Homelander tips them off that the boys are who they are. Mm -hmm. And this is what's happening to you guys. You know why you're getting such bad press and why all this is happening on? It's because of the boys. And the boys have been playing very underhanded up until this point. Like, oh, let's, you know, release a press release here. We'll release a videotape here. We'll expose this guy. Like, one of the guys they exposed for being gay. Mm -hmm. And in the society, they're like, we don't want this. He can't be a part of the superhero team because he's gay, which is... Stupid in That's his own right. That's a bit dated. Right, yeah. yeah. And so they find the boys out in the middle of the street, and they're like, yeah, you fucked up now. We're going we're gonna to kick your fucking ass now because of what you've done to us. And Billy's like, all right. Let's go. Yep. And they don't even have to do that. It's a permanent thing. So oh. you shoot yourself with it. You got the powers. Done deal. So you hit the compound V button, just. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so they're fighting, and they obviously know how to do this, but Huey does not. And so this poor bastard comes over to fight Huey, and Huey doesn't want to fight him, swings one time and punches right through his chest. That I want to see. And kills him. <laughs> and they're just Huey like, everybody's like, oh my God. No, yeah. it's not Huey. It's the, the superhero oh, that's fighting Huey. him. Oh, Huey. Gotcha. Oh, I, w I thought you were saying they punched through Huey. I was no. like, wait like, a second. Like he has no technique. He has no training. So no he power. Doesn't, uh, he, doesn't, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know his own strength. Okay. Exactly. That is a very Huey thing. So yes. I can. I love perfect. that. Yeah. Okay. And they kind of tried to portray that with Huey and Translucent, I think. Yeah. That Huey didn't have the fighting skills, ca cap capability for malice. But damn, he pulled it out right at the end, and didn't he? And then when Translucent's like, yeah. yeah, see you later, buddy. And he's like, all right. Yeah. That His made. Ass I thought he was going to walk away. Yeah. Like, I just thought he, Huey was going to go, yeah. Yeah. But when that happened, I was like, oh, shit. And then yeah. a body yeah. just splats. <laughs> yeah. That when it goes shit. from invisible to just all over the walls. Yep. Oh, okay. there's more in there. <laughs> so, okay, there are two characters listed on or, uh, on Wikipedia for season two. Yeah. You can tell me if these are in the comics if you've seen them yet. Tech Knight. Yes. Oh, my God. An astronaut, like superhero, only flies in space. He was the leader of the payback. 
So Tech Knight, if I'm not mistaken, is a different story arc in this one. Mm-hmm. And Tech Knight starts uh, hearing this <laughs> sound in his ear and can't help but have sex with whatever's in front of him. That is awesome. <laughs> this is even better because I can't wait to tell you who's playing him. I know who's playing him. <laughs> Who? It's Patton Oswalt. Oh, no. <laughs> but in this, like, Tech Knight is in a suit, and he's very big, and it is impossible for people to stop him. Like, he's talking to a therapist about it. The therapist leaves. He comes back, and Tech Knight is fucking his cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm trying to find something oh, for you of what Tech Knight looks like. But, yeah. That is great. Is it anything like Patton Oswald? No. No, it's not. Is it a Holt size Patton Oswald? <laughs> no. Is he just regular sized? <laughs> it's just but very he's, strong. He's, I don't know, man. He is a very interesting looking guy, and I'm trying to find a picture of him here, but I can't seem to find it right now as as it would go. But um oh yeah, here's that scene I was telling you about right here when they want to go beat up the boys. Mm-hmm. And b- b- here's b- this what is great saying. for podcasting. Here, let's, show me that picture. Let's yeah, give him a. He's just picture. saying, let's give him a fucking spanking, and you can see the boys are ready to rock and roll. And it's uh, then you see a gerbil, but yeah. So here's this guy going after Huey, and then uh, I just want to make sure you get that so we can hear Mark's <gasps> when Huey does it. Oh yeah, here we go, right here. <laughs> oh shit, that is, that's exactly what I expected. Yeah, that is fantastic. It's, it's pretty oh, yeah. hardcore. It's, oh yeah, man, it definitely surprises Huey and everybody else. Is this the second book that you're looking at? This is the first book. Oh wow, so that's yeah, volume one. Okay, so in the so are wait, <laughs> I'm like, so in the first book they took Compound V. Uh huh. All of them, well, butcher, this is a big book. butchers, like, mother, compendium. butcher, mother's milk, Frenchie, and the woman already have it in them when you meet them. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's the okay. difference. Okay. So that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And I so really, when really Huey, hope that they're saving that maybe for season two when, Huey when shit finally, really goes south. Yeah. When Huey finally proves himself and he's like, yeah, I'm ready for this. They're like, okay. And they literally just don't even ask him. They just shoot it in his neck and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, don't worry. It's just so even then in the playing season, field. Or the, is the first book kind of aligning with season one? Like is, the, is no. book two going to be? Se- okay. So it's totally no. different. So it's almost like a I like it. prequel kind of thing. I like it because oh. I think that the series is going to go longer and have different story arcs, and uh, one was great. And if they didn't even touch that much source material, yeah, that's what I was one, just thinking. That's like you said, that can go a long. It could time. be five, six, this seven one seasons. Ends pretty like definitively. There is not going to be a volume three. There's no way. Oh, it's it's done. It's done. So if they're going the way of the book, they're not investing in the boys. So we're probably so getting I like, like three seasons out of it. Yeah, which most shows should be three seasons, especially when they're it. even if there's eight uh, episodes, six they're seasons an hour, in a movie. They're six seasons. Hashtag uh. community. <laughs> um, but anyway, if they're even at eight episodes, which seems like a short season, but they're hour long episodes. So yeah. I mean, even yeah. three or four seasons, that's hours that's and hours content. and hours of content. Exactly. Yeah. And the other character, Stormfront. Are you familiar with Stormfront? I'm not. Stormfront is a super associated with the Seven who threatens Homelander's leadership while using social media to secretly advance her political agenda. Nice. So she's trying to. Shoot so she's homelandering Homelander. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And played by Aya Tash, who I don't know who she is, but she looks familiar. Mm. Boom. There you Let go. Let me see. Yeah. No, I don't know her. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But uh, that's interesting. I have the um, the titles for the episodes of season two. Oh. What's number one? The big ride. Oh man. And I'm like, ooh. It doesn't even mean anything, but we're like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> 
Here comes I the hope next. that's not Patton Oswald on a cat. The ne- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, if I'm wrong about this, He's which I don't, I'm, I don't believe I am, yeah, yeah, somebody tell me. But the next one is proper preparation and planning, which is mm, that does nothing who for is. me. It sounds is. like a filler episode already. I don't think, man. See, we see things differently. <laughs> see, they could be steaming. Yep, yeah, could be steaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's one, uh, nothing like it in the world, which to me is I Pat think Novel, could be Oswald fucking a cat. Leave. I think. Um, <laughs> I'm done, I'm uh, let's hear it for Megan. <laughs> Such a dick. Anyway, I think he's that's gonna get that button at home. Where mm-hmm. the boys try compound V. Ah. What's that title? One more time. Nothing like it in the world. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it too. Then we have, and so so that would play into the a perfect. Uh, this is gonna be a fucking crazy episode. Episode four, over the hill with the swords of a thousand men. Oh my god! Let's Why? go, dude. Let's do it. Let's go. And then uh, obviously this is gonna go up Shit's Creek because the next one's called We Gotta Go Now. Oh. That's when the swords come back. Yeah. You have to run down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's the bloody doors off. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I think shit is going to go down. Then butcher, baker, candlestick maker. Okay, oh, it's okay. good to have a hobby. Okay. Yeah. So it's fun to pretend. I like candles. And then the season finale is called What I Know. Oh, boy. Are we going to get another big bombshell right at the end? There has uh, to be because there's be. no way gotta there's be. no way it ends. Yep, right I there. completely agree with that. Is that only seven? There's only seven episodes. That's eight. Oh, count them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm... <sighs> well, Amazon really pulled this out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't see this coming until I started seeing uh, trailers for it. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah. I've seen the graphic novels on shelves, but I've never been inclined to pick them up. Well, your friend has them. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna borrow them. You can borrow them, <laughs> and, crack- <laughs> borrow them and crack them open if you want. But uh, yeah, I mean. Good for you, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I was thinking that, too, at see, with with the amount of gore that comes with it, and I don't really know Amazon's, um, their output's history or mm. what they're, you know, what to expect from them. But I figured that after watching the first episode, I was kind of like, this seems like an HBO sort of thing. We've, <laughs> we've talked about this on this episode, or on this episode, on this podcast before, is that I think the way Amazon is going is the way people making movies or tv shows or what have you based off of the source material Mm -hmm. that's what you should do yes Mm -hmm. if it's crazy if it's gory if it's off the hinges and you're gonna make that you You can't have you gotta commit you can't have reading rainbow for something like the boys yes you've got to come at it and you got to come at it hard and you got to have actors that are willing to commit to that craziness and as much as we all hate him and as much as he's a pain in the ass and we hate his character, that is such an attestment to the guy that plays, plays Homelander. Homelander. Oh, yep. yeah. Because I'm like, I didn't like this guy. I was like, man. And then he started playing into the psycho stuff, and I wrote his name down. I want to make sure he shout, shout him out because I know he listens to the show. Of course. Um, Anthony is, Star. Anthony Starr, yeah. There we go. Plays John slash the Homelander. John. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Anthony. Because it's no age. Anthony. Oh. You do a great job, Anthony. Let's have you on the show. You have my people get in contact with your people, uh, you, Carl Urban, the whole gang. Show up. We will turn on the air conditioning. We'll turn you. on the AC yeah, for you. Yeah, we will. Big it's hot time. in here today, right now. But um, but uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Alter Ego Podcast. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for paying attention. 
and uh, taking the time to download and listen to the episode. You can find us uh, at gmail.com, alterigopodcast2 at gmail.com, uh, at podcast underscore ego on Twitter, Facebook at Alter Ego Podcast, Instagram at Alter Ego Pod, and youtube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. And I'm going to put the music on and play it in really slowly. So it sounds like it's going on in the background. And it also clues you in to the fact that the episode is over. You're like, oh, there's that music. They must be done. It's come to an end. Thank you, Ford Supply. I'm so happy to be alive. We love you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, by the way, your girlfriend didn't have coronavirus. That's crazy. I know. It's like I almost said whatever I felt like saying. She's sick as hell, though. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.